We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. is the script just always goes according to plan unless the writers are on strike which is a thing apparently the script is always going to be scripting who would have thought samuel that the warriors would lose by 30 points tonight who would have thought (sighs) (laughs) you know obviously should we just get into what is going to be the hottest topic of the game which is the refs um and so, first off, amazing start to the game for the Warriors, right? Like, I'm sitting here and I'm going, oh, shit. They might actually steal. Because in my mind, I thought they're losing game three. I'm going right. to get really annoyed. Right. And then game four will be the game where they get back into it. And, you know, I've said all along, I kind of think it's going seven. Just, you know, both teams are not bad, but they're flawed in their own ways. Um, and then they made me believe in the first quarter. And I threw all logic out the window. Yeah, you know exactly how it goes with me. Yep. I'm texting you pregame. I think I think they're gonna lose, but I feel very confident about the series. In fact, I'll throw the screenshot up there. Don't care. Um, and then they start going up in the first quarter, second quarter, and I'm sitting here and I'm going, hmm. Ooh, ooh, if they take three. They're going to take four, five game series. Oh, wow. Oh, we're back. 2006. It's over, you know? And then, and then things start happening. And, you know, it's no matter how much you tell me it's going to happen, it doesn't stop me from getting frustrated in the moment. And there, I think that's the tagline. That should be the caption for the Light Years podcast this show. It should be the Light Years podcast tagline. Every playoff series this, uh, this postseason, because uh, you kind of knew that the Warriors were going to throw up a stinker. The most frustrating part, to your point, is that the Warriors didn't throw up a stinker about until about midway through the second quarter. Screw them for giving us hope, right? Um, I think that the Warriors were probably always going to lose this game. D'Lo comes out, hits three threes, and I kind of knew, yeah, it's that type of game. You knew Shooter's going to hit a couple. You knew AD's going to give his good game out tonight. So 
to me, it feels like the type of game that the Warriors were always going to lose. I know a lot of people texted me. A lot of people tweeted that they were up 40 to 29 in the second. Guys, it was the second quarter. It doesn't matter that they were up 11. 10, it, 10 uh, points is five points. It, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. it, it's not 1997 where, where 10 points matters. Right. Like it, it doesn't, it, even if they had, even let's say Clay catches that ball and makes a three, they're up 14. The way that the Warriors played tonight, they would have lost this game by 12 or 15 instead of 28. Right. So, you know, it felt like a game that the Warriors were always going to lose. It, it, to me, I, it just feels like. Like you said, these two teams just aren't peak Warriors, aren't peak LeBron teams. They're going to no. have bad games. They're going to have good games. Sometimes they're going to play better at home. Most of the times they're not going to play, play, play better on the road, right? Like that's just how it is, right? That's just how these two teams work. So I want to focus on that second quarter stretch because that was the game, you know? Yeah. Um, it was the game the other night when they went on that run at the end of the second, early third, it was the game tonight when the Lakers clawed back into it and went on a run. The The Warriors scored 10 total points <laughs> in a 12-minute stretch here. Basically, they're up 40 to 29, and then 12 minutes later, mid-third quarter, they only had 50 points, and I believe the Lakers had 65 at that point. So we're talking about a 25, 26-point flip. Um, and friend of the show, Warriors World points, the Lakers had 22 free throws in that stretch. Can't deny that. The Lakers had 22 free throws from the middle of the second quarter to the middle of the third quarter. And I guess my question for you, Andy, is did the refs ruin this game? Or was this just a case of the Warriors losing focus, you know, one, two bad calls snowballs into a thing, and it's easy to blame the refs, but really what happened is the Warriors just couldn't get their head straight after one to two things. One it's, it, that's the latter. It's 100% the latter. The refs were going to give the Lakers calls. You knew that was going to happen, but you don't expect to see a championship team like the Warriors absolutely lose their poise when they don't get foul calls. And to me, it feels like a team that reads Twitter. Like, I, you know, all over Twitter the last two days, you, you could see it. You could see everybody, including myself, tweet. You knew that the Lakers were going to get 50 free throws. You knew the Lakers were going to get every foul call. You knew that the refs were going to give bullshit blocking chart, block charges call all to the Lakers. You knew that was going to happen. And you, it felt like Draymond read the tweets. It felt like Clay read the It felt like all these guys saw it and said it felt like a self-fulfilling prophecy so that when it actually happened, they just got way more frustrated than what they should have, Sam. They were only down 10. And it felt like they they thought they were down 30, right? It, it felt like they thought the game was over. They were only down 8 to 10 points the entire second. And that's not what you expect from a championship team. That's why it was so frustrating. Are they a championship team? I mean, like they won, as in like they won the championship last season. They've won. Four, true, right? true. Like, okay. As in that, as in that. True. In terms of are they a championship team right now, I don't know. I have no we'll, idea. That's a, yeah, we'll, I have we'll no see. idea. Yeah, I have no idea. There are championship players on this roster. Uh, but yes, uh, to, to your point. Um, and, and you brought up Draymond. And that's the other thing that frustrated me. Um, Draymond had five fouls in the third quarter. It, this was just, Anthony Davis was more aggressive. But it's hard to ignore the fact that Draymond had three 
Three of Draymond's fouls were blocked charge calls involving AD. All three were against him. Two of them got reviewed. One got overturned to give him a foul. The other, they decided not to overturn and keep the, the, the same foul. I, I feel like that was the game right there. The game, we might have said it in game two, but this series is going to waffle on the AD-Draymond matchup. Draymond owned him in game two, win. AD owned him this game, whether the whistle was fair or not, Lakers win comfortably. Yeah. I mean, it's that simple. We've mentioned it. That's the series. It's Draymond versus AD. I actually thought Draymond pretty did a pretty good job on AD when he wasn't fouling, but isn't that part of the game, right? If he's going to keep fouling, then he's going to be out of the game. The Warriors don't have anyone else that they can put on AD. And you know what's going to happen Monday night? You know what's going to happen? AD's going to throw up a stinker, right? Like he's not <laughs> going to be as aggressive. He's not going to mid- make the mid-range shots, right? The moment that changes, the Warriors are in trouble. Right. Let's say AD is the same person he is tonight. 28 points, five blocks, 12 rebounds. The Warriors are in trouble. They've got to play better. But that's how I, when I watch the Warriors and Lakers, I feel like I'm watching the same team, not not the style of play, but I just yeah. feel like I'm watching the same vibe of a team. It's like D'Lo comes out and hits a couple threes. You're like, that's a good game. It's it's the same thing with the Warriors. It's like they come out and yeah, Jordan, Andrew Wiggins Jordan like, Poole's feeling it, and you're like, ah, oh, good game. That's, that's a good game. Exactly. Yeah. It's what it feels like, and it just wouldn't surprise me that the Warriors come back and are so much better in Game Four. But the the problem is, though, I think AD and LeBron probably aren't as gassed as maybe that we think because they've sat out the fourth quarter in Game Two. They've sat out the fourth quarter in game three. So maybe they're ready to go in a close game in game four. Maybe, maybe. And I do think, I do think that is the most disappointing part of tonight. I thought the the Lakers, there's a good chance they're going to win first home game. That's how it goes. They got away with LeBron playing 32 minutes and AD playing 33 minutes. Couldn't ask for a better situation for the Lakers. It, it, you know, if I was a Laker fan, it couldn't ask for a better situation. You're hoping to wear them down so that they would just look gassed. I don't know if they're going to look gassed. Maybe they'll look gassed in game four if the Warriors can actually put pedal to the metal. But when they get their kind of like choppy free throw game and then they get to rest the fourth quarter, that's as low effort as it gets for them, right? Yep. Yep. And you saw the end of the third quarter, by the way, Mm -hmm. Uh, to, to kind of maybe even like throw that back. LeBron and AD were tired at the end of the third the mm-hmm. problem for the Warriors is that they were down 18. Let's say the Warriors are down six. Like they they don't play half as bad as they play. They're only down six at the end of the third. That's a game the Warriors win in the fourth. You would think. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what the Warriors are going for. The problem is that you're getting blown out and those guys don't have to play again. So uh, I get th- yeah. <laughs> we got a little we got a little doomerism in the chat from our guy Solomon's tech. Lakers are gonna win the series in six. I just don't believe the Warriors are going to be able to overcome the free throw stuff. I want to start here. Andy Lou, are you more worried now than you were pregame? What is your confidence level? It's the same. It's the same. I I think game four is going to tell me a lot. My confidence level is the same. I'm pretty confident that the Warriors win this series. In seven, I I think it's a bit of a repeat of the series that we saw against the Boston Celtics. Um, I think the Lakers are a worse team actually. Um, but you're asking a lot of Steph. 
you're, you're asking Steph to go for 40 again in game four. And I think that's what we get. I think Steph pulls out a comfortable eight to 10 point win in game four. You go home, you win game five, then game six, you get that win. Maybe you lose game six, you get to game seven. By that point, the Lakers are exhausted. I'm still relatively confident, Sam. How about you? Yeah, I am also fairly confident in this Warriors team. Bad taste in my mouth right now is the best way to describe it. Frustrated, but nothing I've seen from the Lakers feels insurmountable. Honestly, they're not that impressive. This week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by Factor. Are you too busy to cook this May? I always am. With Factor, you can skip the trip to the grocery store, skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back outside and soak up the warmer weather. Uh, if you're looking for calorie conscious options ahead of summer, that's me. Just got under 200 pounds, 198, Samuel. You can. Try delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. We offset 100% of our delivery emissions to your door, source 100% renewable electricity for our production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in our meals. Head to factormeals.com slash lightyears40 and use code lightyears40 to get 40% off your first box. That is code light. Years four zero at factormeals.com slash light years 40 to get 40% off your first box. Light years podcast kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoors adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection, insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. If you don't love them, you can also exchange for a new pair, return them, or you can return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Light Years Podcast always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving our best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code LightYears for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. I guess the only thing I really want to talk about basketball-wise is Draymond. And we got a question here from Zuby, and he brings this up. When's the last time Dre's played back-to-back good playoff games? And feel free to ask questions just to throw a super chat. We'll get it on there. Isn't that the problem with the Lakers too, though? When was the last time? It is, but but let's get to his point. It has been kind of every other day for Draymond, um, and th- that's not great. That is a little that is a little worrisome. At some point, they're going to have to win two in a row. I would say, actually, no, I take it back. Last time Draymond played two great back-to-back games, Sacramento, game four and game five. Sure. Then you throw up game six, which is nice and frustrating. <laughs> but but I do think um, to the to overarching point, I just wanted to throw Zuby's question up because he asked it a few minutes ago. Um, Draymond's going to have to dig in deeper on that matchup. I don't think he made AD uncomfortable enough 
at all. Like that's my main, that's my main putting all the ref stuff aside, putting the turnovers aside game two, Draymond was up in his grill and he was pushing the Warriors in transition game three. It started pretty good and then a foul here and there, and then he got frustrated. Which is the lack of composure stuff that I was really shocked about. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. like, dude, you know it was coming. You knew it was coming. But, I mean, how many times have we seen for – I'm tired of watching the same game over and over when the Warriors lose. I'm tired, right? It, it's, it's 12 turnovers in the first half. It's back-breaking runs that you think the Warriors are going to go on to keep the other team back in it. Draymond gets a tech. Jermichael Green gets a tech from the bench? You get the bench guys in there. Jordan Poole spazzing all over the place. Uh, Kevon Looney was terrible tonight. Terrible. Andrew Wiggins tries his best to get the team back in it, but he doesn't have enough. Dante DiVincenzo can't make a shot. Steph is coasting should a Dante, bit. Should Dante even be in the rotation right now? Like That's I, a question I, I'm going to ask. Obviously, you give a guy who's been that consistent for you, Leash. Like He has been a stable for them all year, but like, um, I'm I'm hitting my wall here. You know? I, I, so so I think there's a couple of things to think about with Dante. So I, I think Steve wants to play him because he can get a rebound, he makes the hustle plays, and he can push the rock. Those are things that GP2 doesn't do in terms of he can't GP2 can't hit a shot, and he can hit a and shot, he, and he can't push the ball. Right, GP2 can't do either of those things. Yeah, they both are they're they're equal rebounders. They both they both crash the glass pretty well. GPs might even be a little better at that. But yeah, and I don't think you're that worried about Schroeder and D'Lo. Like, are we expecting a D'Lo repeat in Game Four? Are we expecting Schroeder to hit multiple threes in Game Four? I I just I just and isn't that what GP2 is in there for? Now, Steve threw GP2 on AD a couple possessions just to see, just Mm -hmm. to see. And I don't, I don't think that's gonna work. AD is too good of a foul grifter. Um, I, I just maybe not the series for for GP, but you know I love GP. Like I would try him, but it's really hard to play someone like that when he's well, it, yeah, and, and like, like he's it, not like an Andre, right? Because Andre can pass, so GP's not. He's a play finisher, not a play starter. It makes it really hard. Yeah, they they clearly want to get more shooting out there to spread the Lakers out, which is the correct move. Like in general, and the Lakers are playing GP like he's loony. Um, it's always possible that GP can stick a couple threes, but they clearly don't feel confident that he's going to do that right now. He also I mean, has, and I mean, they threw Kaminga out there uh, with the last nine minutes of garbage time, and he, I thought he looked okay. Like he made yeah. a couple shots. Like he's running around and it's garbage time. I, I, I would have liked this. I would have liked this. <laughs> he helped. He helped. Cut the free throw disparity, disparity, yeah, so like the fans could be like, "See, it wasn't that that out out of control." Like, like, I mean, <laughs> like Moses Moody wasn't great tonight. Like, do you do you because it's a road let's, game? Do you try to see what Kaminga has? Let's talk about that Moody play. Okay, that one, that one really kind of grinded my gears. All okay. right, he grabs the foot, clearly a foul and clearly a flagrant most nights. But if you're not going to call it for the grifter crap that Schroeder did. In game two, it's that that's what annoys me when you see they they go out of their way to call it in game three, but they wouldn't call it in game two, you know. And also, just to be clear, yeah, I don't think it was an intentional grab, but he did grab at his hand, his foot. It's like it's 
don't know. Let, let me know what you saw. I don't think I disagree. I mean, I, I think Moody kind of knew. I think it kind of took Moody out of the game, honestly. I think he kind of got in his head after that. Mm-hmm. I think he was a little shook. Um, I mean, I'm tired of AD. Can I just – can I just – sick of his shit, dude. It's every other play. He's wincing. He's groaning. He's moaning. He's falling. Dude, if you're going to be hurt, be hurt. Just one day, AD's actually going to be hurt. And people aren't going to believe him. And he's just, he's going to walk off the court. He's actually not going to come back. And people are just going to be, no, he's fine. Dude, all you do is fall on the court. It's like Joel Embiid. It's like when I watch Joel Embiid, who's another great basketball player, enough. He's just falling down because a, a guy that's 6'3 ran into him. You're not, you want to know basketball, man, enough. You want to know why I feel confident? Because the basketball gods will not reward this. And at some point, you got to believe you can't grift your way through everything. You know, we still haven't got a Steph Curry game. We still haven't got a lot of things in this series. They're not going to grift their way through the entire thing. You got to At some point, you got to believe in some principles. By the way, sponsors of the show, Free Bread. It's an initiative that always looks for ways to give back to younger generations of future leaders, sustainably sourced all made locally. A portion of all proceeds will be donated to Youth Education, the Bay Area and beyond. The free bread play of the game, Moses Moody getting called for a flagrant. Because let's be real, that was a play of the game. The Lakers got their free throws that they wanted. The epitome of free bread. Adam Silver said, we need this series to go longer. And if we let Steph and those boys run, it's over in five. Going to give the Lakers some free bread. I mean, that's what the refs, that's right. I mean, <laughs> just, just handing out, just handouts. You know, the Lakers are like a low income shop. Just, just keep giving it to them, you know, every month. Food stamps, left and right, left and right. Oh, I'm tired of the Lakers. I'm tired. I'm tired of talking about the refs. I hate that sort of yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, it's, it's right. a no win conversation because God. the Warriors did so much dumb shit. That has nothing to do with the. Oh rap. yeah, can we be clear that the Warriors deserve <laughs> to lose this game? Can 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 we actually? The Warriors did not lose it because of the refs. They lose. They lost it because they lost composure. They lost it because they turned the ball over. They lost it because they weren't aggressive. All of those things. All of those things is the reason they lost this game. And on top of the refs. All right, getting a lot of comments in the chat, and it's always a favorite, favorite conversation. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr is the main culprit. So I want to I want to tie this together. Um, I want to ask you, Andy. Okay, Steph Curry had a mediocre game for his twenty three points on nine of twenty one is mediocre if you're the best player in the league. I don't think Steph really got into this game. Whenever Steph doesn't get going, the obvious question is about Steve Kerr. So my question for you is, what do they need to do? to get Steph into this series a little more because I thought he played a great game as a facilitator in game two and this game, meh, you know, do y'all think y'all think that it's, it's Steve that controls what Steph does. Do people just think like he's got the sticks. Yeah. You think he's just puppeteering Steph and just telling him to just coast through like, no dude, it's on Steve and Steph. I mean, both of those guys, man, like they, who could have thought, I called it, and I don't want to, like, pat myself on the back. They won a game at home. They won by 30, and they come out, and they're lackadaisical. Like, it's not 
a surprising thing for these Warriors that we've seen so many times is that they just come out here and they're just completely fine after winning a game. And now, and, uh, and now you know what they're going to say. It, by the way, Steve Kerr at the press conference said he's still confident about this team coming back from this from this loss and having an answer because if the Warriors win game four, they get home court advantage back again. Like it's not it, – it's this is who the Warriors are. They're not playing every game at breakneck pace. Steph at 35 years old isn't coming out here and saying, I've got to get 50 points every single game i think steph is come out coming out here and saying like can i get enough for my supporting just what lebron did tonight who didn't shoot a shot for 15 minutes yeah. can i get enough for my supporting cast for the first half so i can kick it into fifth gear in the second half and carry us all the way through it's what steph does every game he tried that tonight and it didn't work yeah I mean, and and game four steph's gonna come out and he's gonna gun for 50 and they're gonna Agreed. win. They're gonna win. Like it's I mean, yeah, they need to play with more force. That's definitely part of it here. Like it's they got rattled when bullshit started happening in the third in the second quarter. And part of me is annoyed at the foul calling. And the other part of me is, what do you think the Lakers are gonna do? They're not gonna outshoot you, dude. Thank you. What, what, like, like they're not going. Have you watched them all year? Austin Reeves is not gonna beat Clay Thompson in a shooting contest. You never you know? played LeBron before. Yeah. 2015, 16, 17, 18. You don't know how this is going to go. Yeah, exactly. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Game Time. Last month, Sam, I was in New York and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was Game Time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, all the above. The Game Time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Light Years L Y G H T Y E R S for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code Light Years for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We move. Got the next one. Still feeling pretty confident. Let's get some goons here, Matthew. What's up, my man? What you got for me? Well, so, you know, we were used to the fake comebacks, but who knew that they would now come out with a new <laughs> thing, which is a fake lead? Uh, you know, because you get used to it. You're like, ah, oh, it's a fake comeback. I already know what's going to happen. But when they come out and they're like, get into an 11-point lead in like the first half, you're like, all right, this is a game. And yeah, no, no, it's it's like the fake comeback, but in the first half. Uh, That's impressive. Yeah, man. Find new ways to annoy the fans. It's awesome. Uh, but... Like, I agree. The Warriors did a ton of dumb crap, but man, it's so annoying. It's just like there's one play where Austin Reeves draws a foul on Clay. Like, Clay's arm is so far to Reeves' left, and he riffs all the way to the left. I'm just like, how is that a call, man? Like, you gotta be kidding me. But it's like, it, it was a mixture of dumb play. There were some shots that the Warriors 
took in the second and third quarter that it kind of felt like should have fallen. But, you know, just kind of like you said, it's just not that night. Um, I mean, I'm still confident because all the reasons you guys said, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they showed up for 12 minutes and then kind of went back into their caves. Uh, but, you know, if they if they if they show up for a full game like you, we've seen it so far this playoffs, like when the guys show up, they win generally. And I'm especially confident after like the garbage time. It's like, man, they're still they're still dropping in buckets. Like, I don't I don't know. But yeah, I mean, still confident. But yeah, agreed. Annoyed, annoyed with the whole team. Annoyed with the refs. Appreciate you, Matthew. Get it all out. Fake lead is amazing. By the way, the fake, fake lead, lead, fake lead is unbelievable. Well done. Fake lead is amazing. Well done. All right, let's get to Adam. Think about that. Adam. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? I mean, well, I mean, is it? We've watched this team. I don't think this was anything like different. I mean, you guys are saying it. I thought that they'd lose. It, it, the fake lead comment, like you said, was funny. What's What's the worst about it is. My phone is always really busy after the Lakers beat the Warriors. After the Warriors lose in general, but everyone's like hitting me up. Oh, did you watch the game? I was like, yeah, man. Yeah, of course I watched the game. But uh, you know, everyone everyone's got my number. Uh, you know, as soon as the as soon as the Warriors uh, lose the Lakers, but uh, we're with it. I thought one thing. I vo- I left a voicemail, so I don't know. Just delete that shit. But um, I thought it was interesting. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Kaminga comes in. He like pump faked a three, uh, took a few steps and like shot a little like midi push shot. And I was like, that's what we've been asking him to do over and over. So maybe like that's like a good sign for him. I don't know if it really matters with like down thirty eight minutes left. So I think I think we're on pace for as you guys are saying for like a Steph like masterclass. And and now am I crazy to think I, I think it'll be two two after Monday. Am I crazy to think we're not completely out of it down three one? Like two of the next three would be in San Francisco. Is that crazy? Like I'm I'm not now I'm saying this now uh, down two one, but it, Sam, can you read me out the tweet that you sent to me mid game, please? Can you read it out? <laughs> Which one did I say? Okay, so Sam, mid-game, this game, comes and says to me, he says, I'm not worried about this series. I will only be worried if the Warriors... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. that's a text, not a tweet. Yeah, okay. Midway through the fourth quarter, the Warriors are facing elimination and are down, then I will be worried. So, yeah, I I, I think, yeah. It doesn't feel like the Boston series. No, no, I, I remember. I don't think I've ever been more angry after they lost game one in Boston. I was so mad. And that was like fake shooting too. And then down two one. And then those graphics where it's like the Celtics had an 86% chance to win. And I was like, dude, like, are we cooked? Like I, I thought we were cooked. Um, and then like, I remember, I think I was at work too for like game three, I'm listening to it. And I'm like, this, is this, is this the end? Is this the end? I'm, I was way more worried in Boston than I am here. Um, I'm not, I think we'll be okay. I think so too. Adam, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you guys. I'm not ready to entertain the three, one stuff or anything. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's just, let's just get through the next that'll one. Be, that'll be pretty funny though. Uh, it's too, it's too corny. That's, that's some, you know, anyway, we got a special guest here. 
We got the the man, oh, the myth, the yes, legend. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mr. Mikas. Hit us, Mikas. How, how, how we doing, boys? All right. All you right. know, I, I was thinking to myself because I did text Andy saying they're going to lose tonight and my confidence has never been higher the rest of the way. Uh, and and then, you know, the second quarter run starts and my mood just shifts because I get annoyed because mm-hmm. I'm a human. And because yep. even though I can rationalize it, I still have human emotions. So I need you to to bring the arrogance and just kind of like really drive the point home because I know where your head's at. Like the thing is, I was I was watching. I know you guys just said it's not like the Boston series, or or whoever was speaking said it wasn't like the Boston series. But but I, I'm I'm getting real um, Boston series vibes here. I think we're going to be down in the fourth quarter in Game Four, four or five points, and we're going to go Steph Dre pick and roll because they're not going to give Dre five fucking foul calls through 19 minutes of playing time, and Steph and Draymond are going to you know do to them. Due to Anthony Davis and LeBron James, what Stephen Draymond have done to players of that caliber, the, the James Hardens, the Russell Westbrooks, the, the LeBron Jameses, the Chris Pauls, they've done this their whole careers. They've, they've embarrassed, shameless, floppy grifters and eliminated them at almost every single opportunity they have. Uh, I, I, I'm so not even slightly worried. I, I, there was a moment in this game where I was like, oh, is this maybe actually more like the OKC 2016 series, like long, big athletic team, you know, mucking up the offense. Are we going to like just look terrible for four games and figure something out? But no, 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 this is, this is done in six. The Lakers, you know, everybody on Twitter, Lakers fans. In six. No, 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 it's done in six. Like, uh, you know, Damon, Maples, like so many people are like, you know, just dancing on the fucking graves of the Warriors today. They're they're so happy there. They're so celebratory. And I'm like, man, you guys are you guys should be selling. This is your last one of the season. Like I like I'm I'm excited. No, but like get it in now. Like get your get your celebrations. Get your licks in now because you're not going to be able to do this again until opening. Well, no, you're not going to win opening night either because in the rematch we'll beat you on opening night too. So like you're not going to get a celebration for a win for the Lakers again until game two of the 2023-2024 season. And, you know, I, I, I hope you guys really relish this Game 3 win in crypto, which sounded like a graveyard. And I heard a lot of Warriors fans there for that first quarter and a half. I Warriors fans were were yep. making themselves felt. The only foul that should have been called tonight was on Jeff Van Gundy, who, like the rest of the refs, should be, you know, put into a a, a spot where they're, you know, like a, a, like a ref-free zone and, and a commentator-free zone. I was trying to think of a place where right. people should, you know, go to right. disappear they should be thanos snapped we should get rid of the, yeah. the refs right. and jeff van gundy yeah, yeah. um but i mean my god the the, the free throw disparity I, I don't want to complain about it but it, it's 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 kind of impossible not to not to notice but i got a friend from in town who my friend who i was watching facetiming every game of the playoffs last year we watched all the finals runs together he became a warriors fan like you know a little bit after i did and and we we have watched every run he is in town in New York for Game Six and Game Seven. We will be watching together. Clay Thompson's his biggest, his favorite player. Ooh. And I called him. I called him right after the game was done. And I said, "Yo, we're going to be together right for Game Six because it's Clay in Staples. His dad's going to be on the call. Game Six, Clay, and your boy's going to send those fucking guys home. Game Six, right?" And he said, "Oh, you know it." He, he said it with confidence. He's like, "Dude, I'm not even worried. Clay's dropping 35 plus Game Six. Like, so I'm not it. worried. Fuck this fucking team and." When we dance on their graves, man, it's going to be nice. We will have <laughs> earned special it. boys. See you soon. Appreciate you. That's the energy I needed. I just God. need. I need someone to snap. God, snap a little sense. Just you know, a little reminder. Get us going. You know, we should have just started with that. Ended with that. Mm-hmm. 
It is it doesn't it feel like a little bit like Boston won the first game last nah. year with a little fake shooting, but you know the Warriors blew them out game two. I mean Boston game three, it, but it did feel like for a second there Boston was the better team. Um, do you feel? Do you like really think that? I, I I guess I through three through three. No, I felt I felt pretty. I wasn't necessarily as impressed by Boston as you were. Do you feel like the Lakers are the better team? No. No, I do not. I'm not impressed. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I think I'm with you this time. I thought I, was more impressive. A lot more impressive. I'm trying to think of who would worry me. I mean, the I Warriors know. going it, into it, it, the Warriors the going worst. into Denver Denver after a seven game series, dropping the first two. Yeah, yeah, to be, to be yeah, <laughs> it'll be tough. But I mean, look, the Suns could win Game Four. We'll see. Exactly. All right, let's get some. Uh, Let's we got voicemails. We, we got, got some goon, voicemails. Goon voicemails. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Boys, I'm leaving the game. I was in the trenches. I was in there. I was Salute. I was amongst these ticklish ass Laker fans, bro. They <laughs> soft as hell, bro. My question is, fellas, this is actually my real question. Has Kaminga been punished enough? Has, has he been punished enough? The Jamichael Green game was cute. It was really cute, bro. But come on, guys. Something's got to give. We need extra energy, and I just don't think Jamichael's it. Love y'all, man. Warriors and six, baby. Okay. Um, I actually you. like the question. but Yeah, yeah I was going to say, let me ask you this, because I don't want to talk about Jamichael that much. I don't really think it's his fault. Do you think – who do you think starts game four? Because it's not – I don't think it's Jamichael Green. No, I think Steve – look. You got to try. It worked. They it won worked. a game. Yeah, Run with it. Game. You know, like yeah. he, he played 13 minutes of game one. He probably played the same. Right. Or sorry, game three. Um, right. He played 11 this one. It's not like he's playing heavy minutes. Uh, it will not be Kuminga starting <laughs> game four. <laughs> okay. My money is on Jordan Poole. Yeah. Or so. maybe he goes with a curveball with a, with a, with a GP2 or a Moses oh. Moody, maybe. Oh. Probably Moses Moody, but I'm thinking Jordan Poole, honestly, is what he's gonna go with at this point. Um I'm not sure it's I'm not sure it's a, the wrong call either. I think he goes know? Moody. I think he goes Moody, and I think that would be the right call. Um run in space, get a little smaller. Jamichael hit shots, but Jamichael is I mean, he's a veteran minimum guy. He's gonna hit three shots so one night and no shots the next night, right? I can't like, blame him. I, I just I can't blame no. him. I, I by the way, Mika said Grifto Arena. Crypto yeah. arena. I missed that. It's ridiculous. That's incredible. It's amazing. Can we I want to run that back? Tim, just run it, run it again. Grifto Arena. It's amazing. Can we can we give Jamichael Green forever warrior status though? If they if they get through the series, because there's some Mo Space goon vibes here. You know, not not the shooter, Big Mo was. Um, but you know, kinda, yeah, Big Mo was a bucket bucket. Like he was like a he was like a he came five years too early. Yeah, he he'd like. Can you imagine Mo on the 2022 or 23 Warriors? Steve would be playing him so much, uh, just eating, shooting 83s a game. Like Mo Spates is someone on the road that I think like he, he's not he like he'll make he'll make shots. He'll make <laughs> no. shots. Yeah, he, he doesn't care what shot. he doesn't care what arena it is. He, no no fear of the moment, no awareness of the moment. You know, it doesn't matter in any way. <laughs> let's, get, uh, let's get to the next one. Good moment for Jermichael Green. Hey yeah. guys, it's Mike from LA. I can't blame the Warriors for quitting tonight. The 2002 Kings got a better whistle than this. 
Uh, Warriors in six. Bye. Oh wow! Quick, succinct. I want to be. I want to be clear. Shitty whistle. Not willing to go to all time whistle type stuff yet. This is more of an annoyance feeling. I can see where I'm trending with my thought, but I'm not willing to go there yet. Look, man. If if the Lakers get this whistle in a game five in a two two series, and they have thirty two free throws versus two, mm-hmm. we ha- we're going to have a dialogue. We're going to start a dialogue. But, no. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, <laughs> predictable loss, in my opinion. Um, I think we lost the game in that second quarter when we were up 11 and then just ridiculous, terrible, unforced turnovers. And uh, shout out to uh, David Guthrie. You know, he decided to send <laughs> the Warriors over and uh, make them his bitch. So, uh, <laughs> Adam Silver's cooking up something real special. Two blowout games, back-to-back. Game four, if we tie this bad boy up, send it back to Chase. Script's all going according to plan, guys. Warriors in six. I'm enjoying the calls. I really am. I don't like the doom and gloom as much. I know I'm kind of a doom and gloom guy this season, but I'm enjoying the optimism. Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at, too. We got a couple of live callers to bring in, too. Let's get to our guy. Ishan, what's up, man? Hey. Hey, what's up, guys? Can you hear me? Yeah, you're clear. Okay. So, yeah, so I, I just, I'm super frustrated today. Like, I, I came off, I got off of work, and I was excited to watch the team. Caught the first couple minutes, and I was driving, and I was checking the score, and I was like, oh, my gosh, we're up. And I came to my friend's house, and I was feeling pretty cocky, and I was like, guys, like, Boston is light work like this is we're we're chilling and then later that night later into the night I'm like talking like wow I who so who's our coach next year and it's just <laughs> crazy like um how things just change maybe I'm just an overreactor but like I was just really upset at like the team tonight in terms of like yeah like maybe the I, I know, like, everything I'm seeing on the timeline right now is, like, everyone is saying the whistle's bad, the whistle's bad. Okay, yeah. But I saw some other things that really pissed me off that, like, wasn't the whistle. I saw a team that gave up an 11-point lead due to turnovers and missing shots and just breaking and not showing up to L.A. again <laughs> and for the last, like, 10 years. And it's just stuff like that. And then I see, like, oh, they cut the lead down to 10, like, from 20. And then I see... Steph gets subbed out for Clay, and I see a lineup of like Dante, Clay, Moody, and Looney. I'm like, what's going on? Like, what are we doing here? Like, it's just some of this stuff really makes me mad, and 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 I'm just not enjoying the Jordan Poole experience anymore. And and when it's at a point when we're in garbage time with like third stringers, and Jordan Poole's still looking like the worst player on the court, I'm concerned, and I don't know like if we don't get out of this series. I'm just not sure. I wanted to get your opinion on, like, do you guys see, like, if Jordan Poole would be back or Steve Kerr would be back in that sense? Like, this is this is, an, this is just I something would, I was thinking about. 90% Steve's back. Uh, if they lose, 90-plus 90, 90 percent Steve is back. 50% at best Jordan Poole's back yeah. is my personal perspective. Um, Kerr has too much credibility with uh you know the core and like the guys who matter 99.9 percent steve is back come on 
Hey, he doesn't have a contract. You guys, are, you guys next agree year. That... So there's there's a little bit of a. I'll make it 98 percent. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys agree that this wasn't a, another good Steve Kerr game? Like we didn't get a good Kerr game. I feel like. I don't know. I think the I think the players played like shit. Yeah, yeah. That, I was. I mean, like my, my personal get... my personal opinion is I was much more annoyed with Steve in game one when it was yep. very clear yep. what they needed to do to attack the the Lakers and they decided to just kind of like play their feel out bullshit. This one, it felt way more like the players got rattled when the whistle didn't go their way and like threw a tantrum. Um, yeah. And it starts a little with, with, with clay and Draymond and Steph, honestly, clay so, was terrible after hitting the first couple of threes. Yeah. So, so, so it's like, I, I don't know that. I don't know that this is a game that like Steve's going to put into like, you know, his like, yeah, greatest coaching moments. Uh, but it felt this one felt more of a player thing to me than, yeah. than game one. Yeah. And and my last question is, do you like I, I don't know if you guys talked about this before, but do you see like the, the thing about like Steve Kerr is like, do you see that if Dante and Jordan like are there? Do you see them having an impact on the series or do you think they're going to get benched or do you like do you see them as playable at this? They point? were like, so bad against the Kings. I, they have to be playable, though. Like, right? you know what I'm saying? Like they need they need guys who can push the pace because that's going to be how they beat the Lakers. I, I mean, mean, I mean, they, they're not they're not they're not giving you reasons to believe it. I'm just saying they have to be. It's 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 rough, man. It's it's a rough watch. <laughs> All right, Ishan, appreciate you, bro. I don't know, Andy. What do you think? I, I cut you off there on Pool and, and Dante. I'm kind of with you. I think so. Sean's right. Like those guys are terrible uh, or playing terrible, not terrible. They're playing terrible right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Pool and DiVincenzo, even at home, the, but if the Warriors want to play the way they want to play, which is gas out the Lakers and play fast, which is how they're going to win. It's the right strategy. Those guys have to play. Maybe one thing I would try is, I might try benching one of poor DiVincenzo for GP2. Just you don't need that many ball handlers. Just kind of keep the ball in Steph's hands and Draymond's hands or Looney's hands to initiate offense or or Dante slash pool and just have GP2 as a defender slash finisher. Like, I I think maybe you want to try that because I I do think with pool and DiVincenzo out there, the lack of IQ with the right shots that are being taken is pretty bad. Both of them. I know I give a lot of shit to Jordan Poole, but Dante takes a lot of bad shots. And I think if you can cut down half of that by playing one of those guys, it might make your shot selection a little bit better. At the end of the day, it's like your off-ball motion offense isn't going to work against a LeBron team. It just, it just isn't. So... Can you just keep the ball in Steph's hand more often? Maybe you keep the ball in – I hate to say it, but maybe you keep the ball in Jordan Poole's hands more often and have him create – like he made a couple of nice decisions in the first half. Can, can you kind of do that instead of whipping the ball around and, and kind of just kind of bullshitting? So I, I don't and, know. And, and, yeah, I don't know. And like to my point, that's kind – of, or to the point that you and I are making, I don't think Steve Kerr is telling them to like – Throw pocket passes to Looney when AD's guarding him, which is what Clay was trying to do tonight. I know it was so bad, so bad. Oh, those the like when Looney's catching the ball at his ankles and AD standing there, I'm like, oh, 
What is he like? What is what, 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 what is what is going to happen out of this that is positive, right? Just shoot it, right? Like just. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather, exactly. I'd rather, I'd rather Clay put up a nice like eight for twenty seven night than, than try some of those like turnover passes. And he did have six turnovers, which it feels like he should have had more. Anyway, <laughs> let's get to, let's get to the last one here. Uh, Alau, my man, did you did you catch earlier? Free bread play of the game was the refs uh, giving Moses Moody a flagrant. Fuck, dude! You want to hear some crazy fucking shit? Oh, so I'm at the game. I'm, I'm, I'm at the game, and I work killing them in the first nine minutes. Right? I'm like, all right, I gotta go take a piss. So I get up, I go to the bathroom, I go get some food. By the time I got to the concession stands and came back to my seat, there was four technicals. I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? And they're, and then they're calling all this, like three in the key. What the fuck? I'm like, what is going on? I had, dude, that was, I can't believe I paid money for that game, first of all. <laughs> and then second of all, it's like, so me and my girlfriend went and then we're like, man, should we call, should we just call and say it was fraud on the, t- uh, should we just call like American Express and just say it's fraud? Because if the Warriors didn't show up, then why should I, why should I pay this bill? But anyways, that was, that was a tough one. I had, I was rocking this and, yeah. and I'm not going to lie. It was probably like. I'm not gonna lie. It was probably like 40% Warriors fans in there. Wow! It was, it was, it's yeah, man. It's like every there's always a couple, and it's the guys always wearing the Laker one, and the girls always wearing a Steph or Clay. And yeah. then you have like the younger you have you have like the younger kids. You know, they were in the pool and everything. But I think the main takeaway with this is I can't believe how bad Dante DiVincenzo has gotten. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's literally on the court. He doesn't hit shots. And like, bro, it's like it's disgusting out there. Like, I was reading, I was reading twi- Twitter the whole time, and Andy said Dante is not a 16 game player, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, it makes sense. He went, he was, he was on the Bucks, he was on the Kings. It makes sense. Oh my god, that was a tough one. It was brutal. I left uh, with three minutes left when uh, some wow. like I don't even know who was on That's the court. Too, too like, late. You should have left early in the fourth. Wow, you took no. Your time. My pride. I was yeah. talking big. Sh- I was talking big shit the whole game. There no, were man, so I, many. I know. I know oh how much you gosh. spent on that. You're like, I'm. I'm. St- I'm staying. <laughs> Kuminga is wow. gonna give me at least one dunk, so I feel good about oh, myself. Oh yeah. <laughs> when Kuminga got in the game and he just starts tripping over, I was like, what is going on, dude? But you know what's the most annoying part? We're about to have a generational game next game, and we are back. <laughs> we are back. Can you, can you confirm that? When Anthony Lamb checked in, that's the loudest crypto got. It was pretty loud, it, dude. Oh my <laughs> banged God. out a three, banged out a three. By the way, I don't know. If you saw it. E- yeah. Oh no, I saw it. I saw it. I was like, big tone. <laughs> and, and then and then everyone around was like, who the fuck is that? But you want to see, like, dude, LA is crazy, man. Like, you just look courtside and you see who's there. And I seen like, uh, like I seen like a West Hollywood white girl. With a Draymond Green Michigan State shirt, like wow. jersey dress, I was like, "This is crazy!" Wow. Like, and then another person we saw, we saw, we saw Kim K, and then I was like, "Generational game by JP, it's going down," and it never wow. happened. I was wow. like, oh, God. "Wait, hold on, hold on, Draymond Green jersey, jersey dress. dress." I hope she and signed I the like, NDA. I, ho- I hope Draymond made her sign the NDA because Jesus Christ, <laughs> no, I was like, edits out <laughs> "Oh my <laughs> God." <laughs> Oh, no, 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 because she was sitting behind the bench. So I was like, all right, like he got some Which fans. Bench? 
he was sitting behind the dubs bench. So oh, like, yeah, that, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh. So I was like, dude, he sees this, but I'm like, bro, the game was so bad. Like, ew, you, and there was like those little plays where like Steph would hit a three, and then you would think, and then the two words come in my mind: it's fake comeback, fake comeback, and fake shooting. Like when Andrew Wiggins had the bang out, and then he Ooh. got subbed out the rest of the game. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> oh my god, generational what? game on Monday. Yeah. I, I, who could who who could see the Warriors winning by twelve comfortably? Steph is forty two. Like it's just the most obvious thing ever. Monday. Oh, night. Yeah, he's, you no, bought he's tickets gonna... to the wrong game. That's the problem. That's actually the nah, real, nah, the nah, real nah, problem nah. here. You bought tickets to the wrong game. Well, this is my thing. This is my thing. This this is my thing. It's like all right. I so as a Warrior fan, sometimes sometimes when I was leaving the game, I had this thought. I was like, win or lose, at least I got to experience it. Because man, like yeah, we saw LeBron and Steph, and now I was talking to your brother. I was talking to Kev. Yeah. He's like, where, where are we watching the game? And I, I, I told him, I was like, I'm not showing my face in public until we're up. So, we, we're, <laughs> so yeah. So if I flip this around, it's my TV. I'm about to watch it front row because for the next week, I'm not eating shit because I just spent, I just spent like, I just spent. Joe Lacob, I I got to invoice Joe. He got me, bro. <laughs> I'm a in, I'm a invoice him for therapy because I'm gonna just bro, I'm just roll the money over to therapy and just give it to you guys. Because I'm, su- I'm surprised I haven't added that to the sports entertainment, um, sports media. entertainment, oh, yeah. media and wellness vision. company. Yeah. You know, oh, <laughs> it's had wellness God. in there. It's Dude, it's crazy because in my section for after the L's, it's wild because in my section. <laughs> I sat like on the 200s, so there's three levels. There. I sat on the 200s, and in my in my section, the the three rows that I was in, all Dubs fans, and we were all sick. I was like, God damn, we were, it's so bad. But generational game next game. Uh, Clay Thompson, that bullshit he was doing when he would dribble into the lane, and then he thinks he's like prime Steve Nash by just trying to drop it off. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seeing that live wanted me to throw my fucking phone like <laughs> like oh and you know what yeah. we'll be back here monday night and we're we're locked back in brother we're, we're, we're locked, locked back, back in. in at least they didn't ruin my sunday you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, no you about to be stressed all day tomorrow thinking about it don't lie <laughs> i'm about to re- i'm you know it's fucked up i'm about to rewatch the game on the, the tv and see <laughs> yeah, how sure. bad it was Relive sick, bro. Uh, it, sick. My only piece of advice to you is put it on mute because it. Oh no! It was pretty who was cool, calling but, it? Uh, you know who was calling it? Was it you the? Know, you, oh, you, you know the duo. It's, the disgusting brothers were calling it. <laughs> <laughs> the disgusting brothers were calling it. <laughs> Look at them, nasty, bro. We got uh, Greg and no- Tom. Oh my! There's nothing worse than Mark and uh, and old Van Gundy. I I need the Van Gundy brothers to get back to coaching because yeah. this is some of the nastiest announcing that I've ever heard. Am I? I am watching it. I, I I'm at this point. I'm more annoyed at Risa because she's so angry watching these clowns on TV. She's just bitching oh about God. Van Gundy all day, and I'm just like, baby, you got you, baby, you got to relax. You gotta relax. You are preaching to the choir. You gotta tell her to. <laughs> you, gotta you, gotta, you gotta tell her to jump in right here and just be the other <laughs> talking head that just rips Van Gundy. It's just, you, you know like, what we need from Van Gundy? We need Van Gundy to pick up some type of like some t- like he needs to have a scandal because he needs to get the fuck off. Like, <laughs> well, Mark Jackson has scandals. He's still there. So. Teflon, oh, brother. Teflon. Teflon, Teflon, brother. Hey, Lau, we'll see you Monday night. 
You Appreciate know it. Brothers. Later, Anytime. Brother. Headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com